everyone. Welcome to the No Sugar Added Podcast, where we have raw conversations about what self-employment really looks like. I'm your host, Joanne Augustine, ready to give you today's blend and cup of excellence. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the No Sugar Added Podcast. Today's topic is all about reclaiming your time. The fact is, we can wish for more hours in a day, but we're only going to get 24. So it's up to us to decide how we want to spend them. As self-employed people, the first thing we get smacked in the face with when we take that plunge into self-employment is freedom. At first, it's like we're drowning in all this free time that we now have. So you mean I can go grocery shopping on weekday mornings to avoid the weekend rush? What? Laundry in the middle of the day? Then reality hits. Every single hour counts as money to be made. And then time regains its ultimate value. We've all been there. We start off our day with a to-do list we wrote the night before. And when the end of the day comes, we haven't accomplished anything we set out to do. Why? Well, as you may have heard many people say, life happened. When in fact, Time sucks happened. We get sucked into doing something that wasn't in our plans and time got away from us. If you examine your life and your habits close enough, you may be able to get that extra time back. So in today's episode, we're going to dig into how to resist time sucks so that we can be intentional about the 24 hours given to us. So let's get into today's blend. In today's blend, we're digging into how to resist time sucks and reclaim your time. Have you ever thought to yourself, man, I wish there were 26 hours in a day instead of 24? I think at one point in our personal growth journey, all of us have. When you find yourself asking this question though, it's a great indicator that you need to evaluate your time management skills and what you're spending your time on. Let's first define a time suck. It's a time sucking activity that keeps you stuck running in circles instead of making progress towards your goals. So here are a few common time suck examples. Number one, the internet. I know we all saw this one coming. You just end up browsing or going through research rabbit holes. I'll give you an example. I recently watched The Mask Singer and I noticed that they still have a live audience. I mean like jam-packed, no social distancing, nothing. And I was just like, hmm, this seems really odd with COVID-19 and everything. So I googled, is the audience real in The Mass Singer? And I started seeing all these articles and finally I found some that were like, no, the audience isn't real. The Mass Singer isn't actually live, it's pre-recorded, but they went ahead and used VR and like all these other things. So I then start researching VR and like, how are they able to make this look so real and all this other stuff, so much time wasted. Let's avoid those research rabbit holes, okay? (laughs) Number two is emails. Many people have reported that sorting through and answering work emails can take up to 20% of their time. And that's pretty common. The thing is with emails, it becomes a time suck when people become more reactive to their emails versus proactive. So in order for you to avoid a time suck, you need to reclaim your time. You need to own your time. And with the emails, you can actually just block off time to when you'll just go through your emails and answer them versus Versus every single time you get a notification, you stop what you're doing and then you read the email and spend whatever time is needed to answer it. 
Number three is meetings. When do meetings necessarily become time sucks? They become a time suck when you walk away without a finalized project goal at the end of the meeting or something isn't resolved. There's still that lingering feeling and then you end up scheduling another meeting just to talk about the previous meeting and to like find out whatever the end result was. So that's when they become time sucks is when there are no outcomes. Number four is entertainment. When you're working from home, sometimes you can find yourself needing a little background noise or some company from the characters of your favorite sitcom. The problem is your attention is bound to be sucked into that show because your brain is receiving too many stimuli. Number five is social media. We've all been a victim to the endless and mindless scroll. You could have even started off super productive on social media. You went on there to look at your insights, and then next thing you know, you're like catching up on recent stories, and then you're digging into those people's stories, and an hour and a half went by. So by now, you might be feeling like, oh man, I'm wasting a lot of time. Like, I'm a mess. Don't start beating yourself up yet though. I've got some solutions for you. And when we know better, we do better. So here are a few ways to resist time sucks. Number one, have daily morning and nighttime routines. So make sure to stick to your schedule. Why? Because when you have things already penciled in, then there isn't room for time-sucking activities. Also, I want to highlight the word routine here. This isn't going to work if this isn't a habit, meaning you do it subconsciously. It's something that just comes naturally. You don't have to really think about it, right? This requires discipline. So quick side note, if you want to learn more about the importance of discipline, check out episode 7, Why Discipline Trumps Motivation, if you haven't already. Okay, back to routines. So make sure to set yourself up for success with a bedtime that affords you between seven and eight hours of sleep. It's also best practice to include a wind down routine before bed. This may look like no screen time for an hour before bed. Instead, read a book and drink some mint tea or some chamomile tea to kind of, you know, wind down and get yourself ready for bed. Start off your morning with movement, stretch or do a workout routine, and make sure to have a nutritious breakfast. Number two, just say no to multitasking. Somehow the concept of quote-unquote success has morphed into this visual representation of answering emails while talking on a conference call while on a treadmill. This visual is just pure exhaustion. The truth is, when you practice multitasking, the end result is slower progress to produce low quality output. And let me tell you something, nobody wants that. Number three, block off time for focused work. Somehow we've been conditioned to believe that working on one task at a time is lazy and will make your work take longer. This is absolutely inaccurate. Power hours, also known as focus work time blocks, are the epitome of productivity. When you give yourself one clear task and goal to achieve at a time, you are increasing your chances of success. Number four, find an instrumental playlist or a scenic documentary to use as background noise. As a writer, I literally cannot work on my copywriting projects with music that has lyrics playing in the background. I will write what I hear or I'll end up hosting a personal concert in my office. So instead, I opt for instrumental music or lo-fi beats. By going this route, I get the comfort of background noise while not being too distracted. It's a win-win. 
Also, if I'm working from my living room and I want some background noise, I'll opt in for Moving Art on Netflix, which is a scenic documentary that has no dialogue. It just shows a scenic representation of various environments around the world. It's super therapeutic. There are scenes of like oceans and forests and deserts and all the nature sounds that come with it. Number five, avoid the 1 p.m. slump by eating a light lunch. Many people get pulled into the time-sucking activities we discussed, like scrolling through social media after they've filled their bellies to capacity and they just can't focus on anything that requires mental strength. So instead of the carb-filled lunch that will weigh you down, go for a lighter option, like a salad, followed by an energy-boosting snack a couple hours later, like, for instance, green apple and peanut butter with some dark chocolate chunks, so that you can have energy to complete the tasks that you need to. There you have it. We've covered five best practices to resist time sucks and be more productive. So here's your cup of excellence, otherwise known as the one thing you should remember from this episode as major key. When you are mindful of your time, you can accomplish more of what's important to you. Don't be afraid to slow down and stick to the quote-unquote one-and-done method. You'll be surprised how much more will actually get done versus ending the day with multiple half-completed projects. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite platform and share the wealth with your fellow self-employed colleagues and friends. The No Sugar Added podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'll chat with y'all soon. One more thing. Never pause the episode to take notes again. Just subscribe to our email list to get your free cheat sheet that recaps the major points and best practices of every episode. Just hit the link in our Instagram bio and click get exclusives. Cheat sheets drop the evening of every new episode. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook for all the latest updates at No Sugar Added Pod. That's P-O-D. Chat with y'all soon.